Welcome to the Jolt Episodes. This is a feature of the In Awe Podcast meant to give you energy and a boost to look around your world and exercise a signature strength. Between interviews with incredible women who leave us awe-inspired, I will share stories that will prompt you to look around and see the beauty in your own world. I hope you find yourself awe-inspired. Loving greetings to my in community. What a joy to have you here today with me for this Jolt episode. Today, I'm excited to share with you the heart of one of my favorite people on the planet and soul sister from her contribution of her faith and action story to my latest book, Lead with Faith. Her message will always be timely, no doubt, but the content of today's Jolt episode is supremely relevant as we navigate our world during COVID-19 stay-at-home safe reality. Today's message comes from the H in faith, which stands for leading with heart. From the chapter titled Emotional Intelligence and Empathy, we hear from the incredible Bethany Hill. Her heart for teaching and leading about emotions and empathy is essential in the education space, but it also matters to all of us. Right now, I know that we are all facing challenges in naming, regulating, and some even allowing ourselves to experience our full range of emotions. Truly, this topic is way larger than the scope of this Jolt episode, but I believe the message will serve you today. Here is Bethany Hill's Faith in Action story. We experience a multitude of feelings on a daily basis. Things happen around us that push us into an emotional state, even if others do not notice. We move in and out of various emotions throughout the day and sometimes even in our dreams. Our emotions will help us connect with others or withdraw completely. People address their emotions in different ways, some being easy to read and others being more difficult. Empathy is at the heart of every emotion. When we seek to understand the feelings of others, we are investing in lives. It is key to open the hearts of others and sometimes our own hearts. When I think of my childhood, one of the first people who comes to mind is Fred Rogers from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. He was so happy and always calm. Even when people and characters around him were upset, his voice remained soothing, gentle, and full of wisdom. He reminded me that I was a child, even though I experienced adult situations and was growing up faster than I should. Mr. Rogers had this way of making me feel so important, and he spoke directly to my heart through the television. He always knew what I was feeling, and because of that, he was my hero. Mr. Rogers mastered empathy. He lived it daily through his ministry and advocating for children. When I was a little girl and first began school, I had separation anxiety. School was this structured place that was opposite of my world. I cried for weeks each morning my mother left me and remember vividly the extreme nature of the meltdowns. My teacher could have easily sent me out of the classroom for the, or for the counselor or someone else to handle, but she didn't. Each morning, she gave me a hug, gave me space, and time to find my calm. She never told me to calm down, not even once. I remember her voice being so soft, and it was never harsh or loud. The only other people in my life like this were my mother and Mr. Rogers on the television. They all three had this ability to bring the calm during my storms. Looking back, I know that empathy is what they offered me. Empathetic people are not looking to fix us. They are looking to listen and understand us. Although it requires a level of vulnerability, allowing others to empathize with our circumstances is healthy and healing. I refer to empathy as the amazing superpower that provides a force to be reckoned with. It is directly linked to human connection and seeking peace. I sometimes wonder how my schooling would have been different had I not spent my first year with a loving and empathetic teacher who wanted to know me, all of me. She wanted to know the great things and the not so great things. She saw something in me when I only saw a little wheat girl in handmade clothing, not knowing if she could be accepted. When I see children at school who are anxious or exhibit extreme behaviors, I immediately connect. I was that child once, and I know that what they need is patience, understanding, listening, and love. That is what empathy is all about. 
as I read Bethany's story with fresh eyes and the gathered life experiences I personally have now since the first time I read it, I see deeper levels of wisdom than ever. It's like her voice is the one calming in the storm for all of us, and I am grateful for her concentrated message about empathy. When she notes that it takes vulnerability for us to allow others to treat us with empathy, I consider what I know to be true and have learned from Brene Brown about empathy, that we all need to be able to be vulnerable and reach empathy through our emotions. Even if we do not have a shared experience, we can still empathize with someone through accessing a similar emotion in our own lives, and that takes a keen ability and choice to walk align someone else in their pain. It is the most courageous person who is willing to lead with heart. In this section of Lead with Faith, the H is a whole section on heart, and honestly, it's my favorite. In this chapter where Bethany's story is held, I share about emotional intelligence and empathy with resources for both. Now, this is one section of my book and two topics that literally have volumes of books written, resources gathered, and experts that can guide us. I want today to jolt you with one quick item about emotional intelligence, and then I'm linking resources for you on the heart topic, one of them being Brene Brown's podcast and her recent episode with Dr. Mark Brackett. For your jolt today, I want to consider an analogy about being a thermostat versus a thermometer. Maybe it's just me because I live in Wisconsin and our temperatures seem to be on drugs these days, several inches of snow in what I call apriary. This concept really applies. We have a thermostat in our home that helps to keep us regulated physically. When those temperatures dip down below 30 outside, we still have our thermostat to keep us at our comfortable temp. We are blessed enough to have this comfort for the summer months when it gets exceptionally hot so that we can keep our environment the same temp as it is now in the winter. I know you understand what a thermometer does, but have you ever considered about whether you are a thermostat or a thermometer with your emotions? While emotional literacy, regulation, and management is way too large of a topic for this jolt, the concept of awareness and management is something I think we can all consider today. Our emotions are challenged right now, friends. It is flat-out truth. In our house, we can go from cool to hot potato quite quickly, depending upon which assignment the girls are trying to complete, as my husband and I work on our own projects while the dog gets into the garbage again while I'm on Zoom. Yep, that was just yesterday. Mercury spews on many days here. It's just the truth. And I look for Dr. Jody Carrington's wisdom when she says we can't get it right 100% of the time and we only need to do 30% of the time. Thank goodness. Sidebar, you should check out that episode with Dr. Jody that I had on the In podcast, which is linked to this one as well. She shares so much about the need for emotional regulation for us all. She provides strategies and she is hilarious. I love that woman and all of her work, and you will love that episode. It's episode 54 of my podcast, Linked. Okay, back to this concept. Thermometers signal awareness. They tell us what temp is, and we can literally watch it move up or down. When it comes to emotion, thermometers have their place. They gauge our emotions, and they mark it. Using Leadership 2.0 as a quick reference, and this is by Bradbury and Graves, they speak to the domains of emotional intelligence. Thermometer behaviors mean we have self-awareness and even social awareness. We can notice our own emotions, and if we are strong in this area, we can accurately perceive them as well as our tendencies across situations. You know, like when you're at home all day long with no roadmap or answers for when that might end. Another thermometer domain is the social awareness, which means you are adept at gauging the emotions of the room. More to the point, you can accurately pick up on others' emotions and understand what is going on with them. 
Emotional intelligence thermometers are such an important skill set because we cannot gain strategies for regulation in order to lead at our best in any scenario if we are first not able to accurately identify emotions. And please don't fool yourself into thinking that these skills are easy. If you listen to the linked podcast with Brené Brown on permission to feel, you will hear that most of us are not at on, we're not clued into the nuances of our emotions. Most think of sad, mad, and glad when there are so many more possibilities to tease out. For now, and for this jolt, thermometer gauging is a start. Where are you at today as you listen, my friends, your household or those around you? Because I believe the key of true leading with heart is that you are able to be that important thermostat. In order to be who we are truly called to be in this life with this most excellent and love for one another and ourselves, we need to become regulators. Moving forward with this analogy in the domains, self-management means you are able to use thermometer awareness to adjust your behaviors positively. Self-regulation does not mean numbing and coping negatively. It means adjusting your temperature by utilizing positive behaviors, becoming your own thermostat. It's not always easy to do this, friends, but emotionally intelligent leaders have this one solid and they are uh, at their foundation strong at this. It's critical because the next domain, which is relationship management, requires you to be regulated. That thermostat behavior is taking the gauge of others' emotions and managing interactions successfully. I'll be honest, my friends. This one continues to be the challenge for me in our home as the weeks have gone on in the stay-at-home safe space. I love my husband and children. As a leader who has spent time learning, growing, and committing to be a thermostat, in these circumstances, relationship management is a challenge because I am struggling with my own stuff right now. After a little over two weeks of acute grief from losing a friend, I'm emotionally taxed, yet my family needs me not to regulate their emotions for them. That is a slippery slope. I can't do that, but they need me to care enough to notice and to gauge where they are and why, and then they need me to adjust my behavior to have a successful interaction so they can see self-regulation modeled and love them enough through their own regulation through positive interactions. 1,000 times per hour right now, it feels like. But friends, we have to do our best at thermostat behavior if we want to lead with love. We won't be perfect, but this jolt is meant to help you stop and think about your own situation. It might look very different from mine. Maybe you're trying to lead an organization remotely in addition to your home. Maybe you are staying safe at home alone and managing yourself is your greatest challenge and you only wish you had others to thermostat the heck out of. (laughs) Regardless, I hope this message reaches whatever it needs to in you to give you a boost of energy to know that you can be empowered to gauge, and even more importantly, that regulating is an awesome and important leading with heart skill, and we can all work to develop the thermostat within us, even in Aprilary during a pandemic. Blessings, my friends. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Listener, checking out this Jolt episode. Hey, I want to see what you're seeing in the world. So hop on over to Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or wherever you want and pop out a quick sentence or a picture or something that inspired you this week. Let's let's share with one another. Show the community what you're seeing with your eyes to see the beauty in the world. Hashtag in awe to rise.